I'm Nicola Dean and this is Safeguarding Matters with the Ancraft Trust. Hello, uh, I'm Deborah Kitson, uh, CEO at the Ancraft Trust, and I'm really pleased to have the opportunity to talk to Rhiannon and Sarah today about a project that the Ancraft Trust has been fortunate enough to be doing with Marie Collins Foundation. Um, it's the first time we've worked in partnership with Marie Collins Foundation, and uh, it's been a great opportunity, and I'm hoping that there will be um, many more opportunities going forward. So I'm going to be talking to Rhiannon and Sarah about the project that we've just completed um, and a little bit about uh, the work they did. So um, perhaps I could start by just asking Rhiannon to say a little bit about Marie Collins Foundation, um, maybe a little bit about the history and um, what you do there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, hi, I'm Rhiannon. Um, the Marie Collins Foundation was set up in 2009, which feels like an absolute lifetime ago now. Um, but it was set up by Tink Palmer, um, having seen an increase in online facilitated child sexual abuse. Um, it obviously been noticed a few years before that, but by the time that MCF was set up, it was really gaining traction at that point. And Tink knew she needed to do something. Um, and it focuses more on the um, the different impacts that victims and survivors um, experience as a result of the abuse being online rather than solely in-person child sexual abuse. Um, so the work that we do focuses on um, working with children and parents directly when mm -hmm. a person's been harmed online and um, when they need support and um, we also provide support to professionals who are supporting parents and children and we um, do a lot of training and we create resources and generally raise awareness of the issue um, to try and promote change. So we don't have a helpline but we do have a help email which is monitored all the time um, which is help at mariecollinsfoundation.org.uk and um, anyone can contact us on that and ask for support. That's great. Thank you very much. Um, and this project particularly we're going to talk about. So uh, would, would you like to tell us a little bit, um, one of you, about who it's funded by and really the aim of the project? Uh, yeah, so um, the project was funded by Help for Children. Um, they're a global partnership funded by the investment community and they are dedicated to um, helping the issue of child abuse. Um, so they funded this project, which was aimed at making sure that parents of autistic children in particular have the information that they need so that they know how to respond if their child's been harmed online. And so the decision was made to create uh, develop a leaflet. Yeah. Is that right? And so Rhiannon, you and Sarah got your heads down and, and had the challenge of, of developing fairly concise leaflet with a lot of information in it so yeah. <laughs> Sarah would you like to say a little bit about how that happened and and how you worked together on it yes yes hello I'm Sarah from the Ancraft Trust and uh, I have to say it's been brilliant working together with Marie Collins Trust because it's 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 brought together two key perspectives online safety and the increased risks faced by children with learning needs and autistic children and families so it's been real positive to work together. And I think 
probably for both of us, trying to work out how much content you could get in when there were so many things. I'm sure Rhiannon will agree with me. It was tough, wasn't it, Rhiannon, trying to work out what to include and what not to include? It was really tough. It was um, a full on challenge to to keep it to a reasonable length because <laughs> there's just so much information that could go in. Funnily enough, my, my next question was going to be what was the key challenge of, of, of this project? And I think that's probably it from the discussions we had during the project. So how did you decide what the key messages should be? I guess one of the key things that we looked at was some of the research that's around. We know that um, autistic children and young people with learning needs are probably less likely to get the right help and more likely to say that they haven't been able to make use of that. So we wanted to choose some of the most important messages. We know that most parents really, really want to help and protect and support their young people too. And so the key things that Rhiannon and I were trying to talk about was what we thought parents needed to hear most and what their young people needed most from the parents. And the other key thing was that we tried to consult with some parents um, because we felt it was really important to hear their thoughts. Absolutely. So this leaflet is 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 just for parents, really. You're not. It's not a a leaflet that's for professionals or the children themselves. You focused on the parents. Yeah, absolutely. So it is. It's specifically for parents, um, and I think it's really important because um, we've done it in a way that the the language is accessible for parents. Um, I, I know sometimes they see things for that are aimed at professionals and it can be quite confusing and the language and the terms that are used can be quite difficult. Um, so we did it specifically for parents and with that in mind as to how we wrote it. And what, what sort of messages were you getting from the parents then, Sarah? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, one of the parents um, actually was really clear about the need to have infographics or to have you know visuals on the leaflet. We, have, we try to incorporate some of those ideas from parents into the design. And I'm sure you'll agree that um, the way Jenny put together the colours and the um, bullet points tried to highlight and make the material very visually um, striking. The other thing um, that I think was really important was just listening to some of what parents told us. And there was one parent that described an example, which she said we can share, of a, a young person who was part of a group of young people that were in a gaming, um, you know, online gaming group of friends. Mm. And this young autistic person had had lots of help from his own mom about understanding online safety. And when he realised that there was something happening to one of his friends online within the group that looked like grooming, he told his mum, because his mum had given him the right help, he told his mum, and because of that, they were able to raise it with the police and that was able to be taken further. We know how difficult it is for young people to do this. But having had the right help geared to his learning needs from his mum, this young person was able to not only raise the alarm, but support his friend. And it led to some good things happening to keep young people safe. And that was where we were coming from, Rhiannon, wasn't it? Uh, that's, a, that's a great example. And, and I think the key message is the that you're ad ad adapting the communication so that it makes sense to both the parent and the, the child and they keep those they keep talking to each other really 
because we hear so often, don't we, that children haven't shared with parents when they've been worried because they felt somehow they've done something wrong or or that it's their fault. Absolutely. Um, the One of the key things that um, we wanted to get into the resource was that about having that conversation um, between parents and young people um, and not necessarily waiting until that until something's happened to have that conversation but starting early before you have any concerns um, and just getting to know how your child um, uses the online space and what apps they're on and how things work and just trying to make it feel like a comfortable conversation for parents to have rather than this big scary let's sit down and have an awkward chat about you know online harm um we really wanted to get that across to parents i think the other thing that's great about the leaflet is it also gets across the importance of letting your children do stuff online you know not stop them but do it safely yeah i think it was that those two points you both just made are crucial aren't they that you know, one of the things that we know for young autistic people is that reading other people's intentions and motivations might be more difficult. And also coping with new things and change might be more difficult. So starting early and consistently having those conversations right through a child's childhood as they kind of learn and grow with the Internet is as a feature of their, their lives was a, a central message, wasn't it, Rhiannon? Absolutely. We we were really conscious of that when we were going through the design process, that we wanted it to be in sort of bite-sized chunks that they could take away yeah, a yeah. part of it. Um, and that if they were to sit down and read the whole resources as, as in one go, that it wasn't going to be too overwhelming for them. Um, yeah, I just think one of the key message for us to add in here is that we don't want parents to ever feel on their own with this stuff. You know, some parents might read this leaflet on their own, but um, the reason we've put our organisations on the back is that there are people there to talk to. And we also want parents to have the confidence to go and have a chat with their young people's school, uh, try and work together with some of the other people around their child. And we just want people to know that this is part of an ongoing discussion that all of us need to just keep on having and learning from. So we're quite mindful um, that sometimes information in this area is quite broad um, and it's helpful for people to have information that relates to their circumstances. Um, So there's other topics that we would like to look into making resources for in the future. Um, And it's something that we're quite excited to be looking at doing. Okay, is there anything particular that you'd really like parents to take away from this leaflet? I think it's a really good question because we know how hard both parents and schools work to keep young people safe but sometimes with the best will in the world the kind of group class learning um, on topics around things like internet and safety in relationships doesn't necessarily meet the needs of a child that's autistic and has additional needs and learning needs. So I think a really key message would be that all children need extra help at home. And this group of young people in particular need that additional investment and support and constant attention from their parents because they need individually tailored support and one size just doesn't fit everyone, however hard schools try. 
Okay, that that's great. I guess it's referred to in the leaflet, but it's a very strong message that that people need to know that you need to meet the specific needs of the the individual children, really, which is, yeah. as you say, one size doesn't fit all. So thank you so much for the um, opportunity to talk to you about the leaflet and for giving up your time to, to talk about the project. So thank you, Rhiannon and Sarah, uh, and good luck with the future projects. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about our work, check out our website, ancrafttrust.org, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook, at Ancraft Trust. <laughs>